I am officially running for president of the United States. Could he actually win? No freaking way! Which Republican <laughs> candidate has the best chance of winning the general election? Donald Trump. There's not going to be a President Donald Trump. Trump will not be president. Trump will never be elected president of the United States. You're not going to be president. A all man right? who will never be president of the United States. Donald Trump is not going to be president of the United States. Take it to the bank. He will never be president. Donald Trump is not going to become president of the United States. She's at plus 19. Do you think the tapes made a difference? Of course! They made all the difference! This race is over. Hillary Clinton has raised more than double Donald Trump, vastly outspending him. The presidency at about 89% for Hillary Clinton. Uh, your analytical model has uh, never been wrong. Now projects Hillary Clinton to win presidential election. 100% chance. You still think she has a 100% chance of winning the election? Mm. I do. And what would Donald Trump have to do to turn things around? Prayer and hope for a festivist miracle. Happy Friday, America. It is high noon on July 13th, Friday the 13th, my favorite day of the year, 2018. Welcome to the Simple Answers Podcast, episode number 12. My name is Mike Turk. I'm going to be sitting here with Gerard in the bunker. And this week, we are discussing President Trump and his accomplishments. Yes, there are accomplishments, even though the media always says he is a failure. Yes. So we think otherwise. So stay tuned for that. Gerard, welcome. Thank welcome you. into the bunker. I Thank know you don't make it here much, but I know. it's been a while. It is. Back in the cozy. It is very cozy. Cold embrace of the last bastion of freedom here. Well, I will say with our heat wave, it's uh it's actually quite cozy down here. Yes, I like it. I'll take it. It's uh New York's, you know, midsummer heat wave that comes every year but every year they forget about yeah yeah it is it is what it is it's been toasty has been toasty work has been unbearable reminding me of home south florida that's hot yeah Yeah. i don't i would never want to live there no No. offense you get the ocean breeze you're right (laughs) just just don't live in orlando um so guys one big uh one big thing that if you missed the podcast last week uh, we announced with a major drum roll. So this week we will announce it again. Today, live on iTunes, you can right. follow the 1787 Media Network and the Simple Answers Podcast. Awesome. So just go on to iTunes and uh, you know search Simple Answers Podcast. You can pull up every podcast that we've done for Simple Answers on iTunes starting today. Um, and uh, as... Gerard reminded me, if you're an Android user yes. and uh, you don't use iTunes... Shout out to the droids. Shout out to the droids, right? Um, then you're still able to download and listen to the podcast on uh, on SoundCloud. So just search SoundCloud uh, 1787 Media Network and you can find all the simple answers uh, on there as well. Um, if, uh, if you're looking to join the uh, 1787 Army... Twitter, 1787 Media Net, and Facebook, as always, facebook.com slash 1787 Media Network. And our, you know, oldest piece of social media, the YouTube page. So That's right. So what you're watching is the YouTube page. So 
hit that big red subscribe button and uh, share this video with your friends and family to get us out there. So, Gerard, Mm. president number 45, Mm -hmm. Mr. Donald J. Trump. Yes. What do you think? What do I think? I think mostly a mixed bag of what I would call successes and maybe less than stellar performance, but I would say overall uh, job well done so far. I know he can't do everything he would like to do, um, but I think with what he's had to work with, the opposition in both his own party and uh, and the opposition party, I think uh, I think he's been he's been holding his own. He's he's been doing doing good good work for the American people. So it, it's actually funny to me. Um, at at the beginning of the at the beginning of the program, we ran the montage of of Trump. You know, everyone coming out and saying, oh, Trump can't be president. Trump can't right. win. If he wins, oh, my God, the world's going to implode into World War Three. Right. Um, you know, and I don't know if anyone's really changed their tune. Uh, they're, they're still trying to say he's a failure, no matter if the economy is booming. You know, we have 3.9% unemployment. Yeah. Lowest it has the, been in ages. The lowest that Obama got unemployment in his like eight years. And I don't, again, I don't, uh, I don't look at his final year Mm. because everyone knew coming up to it that Trump was going to be president. At least I did. So I think, well, I hoped, I I think a lot of companies said, okay, we'll start taking risks. We'll hire a little bit more. We're coming into the holiday season. So his, his numbers did drop in the last half of the last year, but Three months into his presidency was um, was his last yeah. best year, and it was four point nine. Yeah, and then look what happened right after he decided to uh, uh, shoot down the Obamacare uh, mandates and whatnot. It it skyrocketed after that. Right. I mean, it it just to me, I don't understand how people um, do not sit there and go, okay, President Trump is a force to be reckoned with. You know, if you if you guys were watching last week's podcast, I said, um, and I still believe to this day, you know, Ronald Reagan was a fantastic president. I see a lot of Reagan in Trump. Yeah, like we were just talking. Uh, you know, uh, if we just want to zip off the uh, the economy for a second, I mean, you know, we were talking about, you know, it's it's almost the Reagan doctrine that he's following with, uh, you know, w- w- with his uh, his global policies. I mean, it's peace through strength. Right. You know, North Korea, you don't want to, you know, toe the line and, you know, get rid of your nukes and come to the t- table and talk to us. Here you can have a flight of B-1 bombers that go right past you, remind you who the big dog is, and sure enough, what happened? Go! Wants to talk. And, right. Uh, you know, and what a, his- like, like, like we said before, what a historic event, and yet it has been downplayed and crapped on by, you know, What's supposed to be our, our our free press, which you know, Lo- loose loosely termed. Yeah, find find me one positive story, you know, for the past week, and and I, I'll eat my hat. They get ready. Yeah, well, the Washington Times. Well, that's the Washington Times, not the Washington Compost. Oh, you want me to look at the Washington? <laughs> I uh, you keep talking. I've pulled up a couple things. Well, um. It's it's you know 
you'd be hard pressed to find you know the diamond in the rough uh like we said before you know the whole time leading up to the you know the the talks with with north korea you know the the talking heads are all you know hey we shouldn't be talking you know you're going to legitimize his regime you're going to do this we should we don't need to be talking because you're going to embolden him and you shouldn't be talking to him you know then he talks to him and it was you know completely the you know uh, for, to them, the man can do no right. You know what I mean? Well, absolutely. It, it, it's like, and, and it's become so obvious and just so infuriating. You're just, I don't know, I, 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 I have to turn the TV off sometimes because I, I start pissing off my significant other because uh, of the level of my voice yelling and screaming at something that can't yell and scream back at me. So. Wow. So <laughs> so let's, because it is very hard-pressed yeah. to, to find a liberal outlet or just a media outlet, How about I should say. A media say. outlet that's um, that is that is pro that is either middle of the road or pro Trump. Okay, um, we there is so much that he's done so far, yeah. and he's been in office a year and a half. We have yeah. to we have to remember that he's not even in a full two years yet. Yeah. Okay. He's he's gotten unemployment to three point nine, the lowest. African um, unemployment in 20 years. Yeah. The lowest Hispanic unemployment in 20 years. They're, they're being given opportunities that the left will continuously say are not there. Yeah, He's post, holding them back. We, we post, God forbid. We post the help wanted pictures from all over the country every day. That's right. Hashtag you know? America back to work. Yeah. Hashtag America back to work. Absolutely. Um, you know, and it is, it is amazing how people... One of my family members um, is anti-Trump, very, very pro-liberal, and we'll have discussions and we'll say, hey, you know, look at this booming economy. There are jobs everywhere. Oh, but what about Russia? Well, no, it's not even Russia. They don't even switch the, they don't even switch the channel oh, to Russia. They don't jingle the keys? Nope. You know oh, what okay. they do? Oh. Who gives two craps that there's jobs everywhere? They don't pay. Oh, oh okay. so you're going to find something in there that, well, do they pay? Maybe you just... Is it a job that you work and receive compensation for? Right. Because that's I the mean, definition of pay. Last time I checked. But do they pay enough? Well... I mean, no job pays enough. I'm you know, greedy. I want more, I but... Hate, I hate to say it, but nobody told you that working at McDonald's is a career choice. But you know what? It's It's... It's a means to an end. It's a means to an end, but just like Mike Rowe said, and this will live with me until the day I die, I will teach it to my kids mm. because it is it is me. It is you. All right? Do not go and look or do not like follow a passion. Let a passion f- find you. So Mike Rowe pretty much says, don't go out and go, for, for my case, I'm going to be a photographer. I'm going to be the best commercial photographer out there mm. under the sun. And then go and get your dreams broke or go and try and make it in something that you can't okay. or whatever. He's like, find a job. Find a job and make that job your passion. And I feel that's what I did. I found EMS and I've been in it for 10 years now mm. and I am I couldn't be happier. It is... You know, I was struggling as an artist. I wasn't making any money. I was working in EMS. I was working in food while trying to 
build this like art empire right. and it was never going to happen. It was never going to happen. And I just had to sit there and go, you know what? This ain't going to happen. How many people on the left believe in that? It is follow your dreams dreams, and follow your passions and you'll always do it no matter who tells you you're wrong. And that's why we have people who major in college in philosophy. Right. You know, well, because I want to be this great philosopher. Well, yeah. uh, How you can pay your bills with philosophy? There's 6.5 million trade jobs open today in the United States. We can't fill them fast enough. Right. And they're they're normally starting out at like sixty to seventy thousand dollars a year. Oh yeah, that's a handsome salary they're, in my book. In California, the, the the great state of California, there is I think it's a three to five year backlog on construction projects, right? Uh, because they can't find people to operate the heavy equipment. Yeah, that are skilled to do that, and those are six figure a year jobs. Hmm? You know, the, building a skyscraper, you know, the, the the big tall cranes. That guy's making a hundred grand a year just sitting there working a crane all day. Yeah. You know, or, or gal. I mean, it, it, these are definitely unisex jobs. They're open for everybody. You know, uh, and the, the funniest thing is, is yeah, even today you go out on the road cruise and stuff. There are plenty of women there. In fact, <gasps> uh, where I live, uh, they were doing road construction the other day. And I literally saw just as many women on the crew as there were guys. Yeah. So, you know, girls don't get hamstrung into that whole Oh, you can be a teacher or a nurse thing. You right. can go make a shit you can ton make of money killing. doing some pretty cool stuff. You know? Yep. And I I don't I don't understand why um people don't you know don't give just a, a common sense like we, we talk simple answer type solution right. to the economy. Yeah. We all got pay raises with the pack with the um, with the tax, tax cuts. cuts yeah. He did something that was another accomplishment. he did something that, that no one thought, um, he was able to do. It was a tax cut that, um, literally will save Americans. 80%, yeah. 80% goes back into my pocket. I'll tell you. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, he is deregulating on a scale unfathomable yeah. and that, that's the most important thing i think that was the biggest roadblock to progress and you know getting america back to work is you know when you regulate the hell out of out of an industry you know you got to spend how much money on lawyers and inspectors and compliance officers and also by the time you're done you might what do you got one guy working on the floor you More know everybody less. else is inspecting and making sure they're you know OSHA compliant or, you know, compliant with some, some regulation that someone, you know, the EC thought up. Right. You know, so. And now I want to, I want to put in perspective because if, if, if you were listening to Trump speak, um, when the original, uh, regulation cut, he was talking about, he always said for, you know, every regulation that's new for every one regulation, we cut two. Okay, that's cool. You know what it really was in his first year? 16 cuts per one new regulation. Nice. And it's paid off. And and literally, the proof is in the pudding. Yeah. Yeah. When was the last time and I and I I really want our viewers to think on this. 
our leftist viewers, mm -hmm. if we have any. I'm sure they're out there. I want you to think they're, about they're this. They're doing what I do with the TV. They're yelling and screaming and pulling their hair out. I'm sure. Yeah. How many times do you go out and you drive around and you see a help wanted sign? It is literally the most popular yeah. phrase in America today. <coughs> Take that number and now think back to 2010, two years into Obama's yeah. presidency. How many help wanted signs did you see then? And I don't want to hear the liberal crap about, oh, yeah, his economy was booming was too. No, no. It, you know? Bush. Oh, yeah. Whatever they did. Yep. You know? His, his economy was spiteful. It was horrible to business. He tried running businesses out of the country. He tried to cripple small business. Re just remember he, his he own was words. the one who said, you didn't build your right. own business. The government built your the business. The government built That's your business. Right. That sounds... Somebody invested in roads and bridges. If you got a business, that you didn't build that. Somebody else made that happen. Pretty damn socialist to me. Yeah, well... You know, and now you have a president who is kicking tariffs like no one's business. And thank you, President Trump. Oh, but they're Trump. putting tariffs on our goods, too. Yeah, that's what it's supposed to be. I mean, right. they're going to tax our stuff. We're going to tax their stuff because we're trying to even the playing field. Right. We want people to buy U.S. steel. I don't want people to buy China steel. I want people to buy U.S. steel. So I can have a steel worker in Pittsburgh, you know, put a nice Christmas tree up at Christmas time for his family. Oh, can I say, can I say Christmas? On this okay? program? Yes. Okay. I, didn't know, I don't want to offend anyone out there, you know. Um, Especially in Pennsylvania, they might put it upside down. Okay. It's an old Dutch tradition. Oh, is it now? Interesting. Yep. Learn something new every day. I think it's Dutch. Yeah. But it definitely is Pennsylvania because my grandma used to do it. It's put their tree place. hanging from upside down. It's a creepy place. Pennsylvania? Yeah. Half my family's from Pennsylvania. Oh, it was, is kind of creepy, though. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it, one of the things that uh, I going on the economy is Obama and the left throughout his presidency said um, manufacturing is dead in America. Right. Yeah. We will never manufacture another widget or, you know, right. aircraft or whatever ever again. We'll never do it. So Airbus building their manufacturing plant in Alabama, that's, that, that's not happening. Uh, I believe it was Boeing is now man or no, or is it Lockheed Martin? Someone just built a, a new manufacturing plant, uh, I believe, somewhere down south. Uh, they're going to be building uh, F-16s, the new block of F-16s there in America. Um, but like I said... But carrier staying. Yeah, that was one of the first well, things he did was get carrier to stay in the United yeah. States. What, what I found was was uh, funny about the whole thing was, like I said, like Airbus. You know, this, is, this is the big Euro conglomerate that builds, you know, air, you know commercial aircraft and, and helicopters. You know, they're, they love selling their stuff here so much now that they want to build them here to save the cost of shipping. It. Right. So they're going to employ our people, our United Auto Workers, our United, you know, uh, uh, machinists that, that, that work for, you know, that work on plane aircraft and whatnot. These are the people that are going to be going back to work. And these are really good jobs and they're high paying jobs. You know, this is, these are skilled jobs and these are jobs that Americans do and do well. Right, you know, but we've we've lost sight we, of that we lost because sight of it. because exactly. God forbid that we have to talk about STEM, yeah, and we have to go into you know, America was built <clears throat> on people building stuff. Correct. Yeah, you know? we invented things from time to time, but 
Yeah, we we Our were the manufacturer we kings yeah. of the of the world, yeah. and now you've given that to China. And you know, I hate, I hate buying Chinese products. I do too, but we've grown addicted to it. You know, we are we are addicted to cheap crap, that's and that's exactly Walmart what it is. Exists. Walmart yep. exists because we can get that made in China blender for ten bucks instead of that. Made in America GE blender for forty bucks, right? You know, and and, it, and it's smart, you know, business. Uh, you know, as a family, you know, we we we're on a budget. We want to spend ten dollars, not forty, for the blender. But this is where the tariffs come in. They're going to stop. Uh, you know, they're not going to be able to undercut us the way they have been, and then vice versa in their country. You know, you want to tax our stuff, fine and dandy. We'll see who the better product is. If they're both being sold at fifty dollars or forty dollars, you know, for, it, it, if the blenders are both forty bucks, what are you going to buy? Are you going to buy the cheap Chinese piece of crap, or are you going to buy the GE that you know you're going to get forty dollars worth out of? Right. So that's what a tariff is going to do. It's going to level the playing field. Right. They're going to tariff our stuff. They're, we're going to tariff their stuff. And and it is a it is a fabricated lie that tariffs are paid by the consumer. That is a fabricated lie. Yeah, we, we talked about that in one we, of the episodes. And I'm, right. I'm going to bring it up again today yep. because if you didn't watch our tariff and income tax episode that Gerard and I did. That's right. Yep. I, I venture to say, go back and watch it because it explains internal versus external tariffs. Internal tariffs, we always, always will get taxed. It passes on to the consumer. External tariffs ran this country up until 1911. Paid and financed this entire country until 1911. That's the way the founders wanted it. Yeah. Amazing how we keep going back to them. It's amazing, right? It's amazing how how much... They were so stupid back then. Oh, yeah, they 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 were just... They had no foresight. They were just, you know... Just living in the 1700s, you know, just with their muskets, with their muskets military right, yeah. style, semi, semi fully right, automatic right, right, weapons, fully semi automatic, uh, uh, Kentucky rifle with the bump stock. <laughs> <laughs> I can't, I just, <sighs> please, uh, any leftist that's watching, please just realize like there's a thing called common sense. Yeah. Not Your anymore. side doesn't use it. They, there's just, and I, I don't understand. And it. I will be the first to say that there are some on our side too, that it's like, well, I agree with that. Please just shut up. Yes. You know? Yeah. Um, like go back to the trailer park. You know? So, so do you believe in global warming? <sighs> do I believe in global warming? Oh, I'm sorry. Climate change. AKA global warming. Yes, I do. Okay. Do I think we had something to do with it? I believe that the Earth is a living, breathing thing floating through space. It has been here long before us. It's going to be here long before or long after we're gone. You know, some some leftists would say that Constitution's like that too. Well, <laughs> you know, <laughs> now I'm just pressing your you, buttons. Well, you know, what? unfortunately, they are correct because you know, at one point in time, there were a bunch of Romans sitting around my ancestors. They were all hanging out and going, "Man, Rome is awesome. This is great. The world's never going to change." 
Next thing you know, there's you know a bunch of freaking barbarians at the gates of Rome going, it's it's changing, brother. Yep. You know, and they were kind of left sitting there going, what, the, what just happened? Yeah. But as far as the global warming thing goes, is it getting warmer? Is the are the climates the, the the cycles changing? It's obvious if you've been alive, you know, for any decent length of time, and that means all you twenty year olds and just Kyle sit there and be quiet. Okay, this doesn't involve you right now. Um. <laughs> Let, let let the adults speak, <laughs> but <laughs> joke. Uh, no, you know it's one of those things where until I see empirical evidence that we are the root cause of this, you know, yeah, there's smog, yeah, there's pollution and whatnot. But what happens when we remove those things? You know, the earth kind of cleans itself. Mm-hmm. The only the only thing that I really would think has a kind of a major impact on it would be the the destruction of the rainforest because we need trees in the simplest terms the amazonian rainforest is the air conditioning unit for the earth yep and you're literally like going from a 20,000 BTU unit to a freaking 10,000 BTU unit so yeah i would i would say that that would be the only thing. but yeah i do believe that that something's been changing because it's not the same as it was when i was a kid but then again you know like i said the earth is a living breathing thing you know we we are the you know, I hate to sound like a a nerd, you know, watching too much freaking Matrix, but, you know, we are literally the virus that inhabits, you know, this much of the crust, mm-hmm. you know? Yep. So, so who, are, who, are, who are we to be so arrogant to think that we could, you know, change, you know, terraform a planet? <laughs> so, I don't know. Because Al Gore says so. Well, well, then, okay, then I believe it. <laughs> <laughs> so, now, do you think last year... Um, Trump withdrew us from the Paris Climate Agreement. Yeah, absolutely. I thought that was brilliant move. A brilliant move. Yeah. But yet, the left will tell you that it's going to the the literal point three degrees yeah. that the Paris Climate Agreement said it could fix over the next hundred years. That is God forbid three point three degrees. Yeah. Because we're all gonna die from 0.3 degrees over a hundred years. I don't think the I don't think the uh, you know the population of Earth being the kind of people that we are can't acclimate to 0.3 degrees over three generations. I mean, I, I I get where some of these scientists are coming from. You know, when it comes to water temperatures and whatnot, and you know, cor- I don't. Cor- it, climate change is a ruse. A lot of the coral reefs are being affected by the increased water temperature. I, I, okay, there, there is, there's something to it. But like I said, is it something we've done? No. Is this Paris Accord something that was going to, you know, cripple business in my country? Yeah. Going to steal a lot of U.S. money. If, if you were, if here's my thing. If, if they were truly serious about this, we wouldn't even be mentioned in any of these accords. They would be talking to China and India. Yep. If they were truly serious and truly believed the crap they were spewing. Other than just wanting our money. Then they would be imposing embargoes and all kinds of stuff until China and India came to the table and agreed to agreements like that. Yep. Because guess what they're not going to do? They're not going to agree to those things. Right. Because they are pumping the freaking smog and they are, their factories are running three shifts a day. Mm-hmm. They're pumping out the products, the little hula dancer tchotchkes to put on your freaking <laughs> dashboard. <laughs> That's it's true. what they're doing, and they're not going to stop. Nope. So, 
unless you're serious about it, you know, then you should be talking to them, not us. Yep. Uh, one of the things that I was a big advocate for prior to um, the the Trump presidency was the uh, the fact that we we always say America needs to be more energy independent, and this yeah. this goes along with you know the the Paris Agreement was. You know, Obama shut down the Keystone Pipeline. He shut down uh, federal lands to drilling. He shut down off-seas drilling. He put down massive regulations on mm. on where and how you could drill. He tried to crush the coal industry, yeah. you know, costing thousands of people their jobs. By the way, Kentucky, West Virginia, you, you still voting Democrat, really? It, it's true, though. I know. Um, and... And then you saw the transition of the Trump presidency and what happened? Yeah. He, he rolled back those regulations. Yeah. He opened up federal seas and lands to oil drilling. He, um, and, and, and drilling, not like the Chinese drill. Uh, we, we drill straight down in our lands. Uh, the Chinese will park their derricks, uh, in international waters or <clears throat> Cuban waters and slant drill into our lands. So yeah, uh, yeah. Just wanted to put that out there because that doesn't get a lot of press either. No. Yeah. Um, and I mean to the point where he even got Keystone approved. Yeah. And I mean, just the building of Keystone. Absolutely, the construction is be, project is, is massive. You know, a massive project. Yeah. Giving so much business to local businesses who need to house those people who need to you know, um, take care of the people building the pipeline let alone the amount of oil and crude and yeah. everything that'll flow through the pipeline down from Canada into, you know, the Mississippi basin to be able to be put to market. Yeah. It'll be huge for this country. But what about the caribou? What about the darn caribou? Caribou's Canada, Canada's problem. I almost just said Canada. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty I good. caught myself. Yeah. Oh, don't you care about the car- caribou? No. Oh, okay. See, I care about the caribou. But I, I know enough to know that, you know what, caribou? They're going to walk up to this pipeline, the parts of it that are above ground, and they're going to look at it and they're going to sniff. And they're going to walk away. They might pee on it, <laughs> and then they'll keep walking. Yeah, that's why I don't care because about it, the caribou. It doesn't take up much space. Right. Not very big. You have pumping stations along the way that hum. That it's nice and soothing sound for the animals in the area. They like to get near them. They actually do in Alaska. They'll they'll come up to where it's humming and just kind of chill out. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's yeah. So uh, sorry, animal people. I'm an animal lover too, but I, I love, love animals. It's not going to hurt the caribou. Trust me. But animals can take care of themselves. Yeah, they'll they'll be all right. The caribou will be okay. I, I think they'll be okay. It's those freaking moose you got to look out for. <laughs> those are dangerous <laughs> creatures, man. Yeah. Um, so. I, I would actually really like it if uh, uh, if Jay was here yeah, to pose be cool. th- to pose this question to yeah. because I, I would be intrigued to see what okay. uh, what his response is. Um, but uh, one of the other uh, things that Trump did, maybe it's an accomplishment, maybe it's not. I figured we'll we'll go over it. Was yeah. uh, he rolled back the uh, education's department order that public schools allow gender confused males 
access to girls' locker rooms and restrooms? That's a great question. I, I, would, I would like to hear what he has to say. I, I would be very intrigued to see what Jay would have to say about that because I know his standpoint is, listen, I'm going into pee. I'm not bothering anybody. You're not going to look at mine. I'm not going to look at yours. Right. I'll be in the stall. Like You'll be in the... Who cares? You don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what you're right. doing. Who cares? Um, you know, and I know there's, there's a whole, you know, thing about, yeah. oh, well, I could just be a, a confused kid saying that I'm a confused kid to go see right. some, some booty, see, well, you, you know, know and, in a and, locker room. And, and here's the, here's, I, I kind of look at things through the lenses of reality, you know, the people on the left always seem, and I'm, I'm, I, I hate to lump everybody into one freaking blob, but. You know, for the most part, it is the left. You know, they they look at the world through this utopian lens. Like, if we just do this, this is what's going to happen. They're they're they're. they're uh, it's almost like an algebraic equation to them. You know, if we do this, then this is exactly what will happen. Well, in reality, we know kids are vicious and cruel little bastards. Yep. Okay. And you now take a boy who says, oh, you know what, I, I think I might be a girl inside. And they say, okay, well, then you get to go to the girls' bathroom. Do you really think all those little boys aren't going to torment the living crap out of that kid? Mm-hmm. What we know about little kids is they torment and humiliate anyone who's not like them. Correct. It's just it's the nature of the beast. It's where bullies come from. You know, that's why we used to teach our kids to stand up to bullies and you know, they come at you, you punch them in the nose, and you know, let the chips fall where they may. But um, you know, uh, to me, and and honestly, that's the only reason I am against it. I I understand there's other you know philosophical reasons why people don't want that happening. My thing is is let kids be kids until they're not kids anymore. Then when they're 18, make their mind up, do what you want to do. You know, at, at that point, it's on you. Uh, you know, as a young adult. But before then, parents protect your kids. Don't let that happen. But yeah, as far as Trump goes, yeah, that, that, that was a to me. I, I like that. I, I just wanted to go back the way it was, you know. Because even let's say, when I was six years old, I wanted to be freaking Spider Man. Right. You know, what if you had a bathroom that said, "Hey, all Spider Men can go in this bathroom"? I would have been hell yeah, I'm over there because I'm Spider Man. Right. And then you know, by the time I was twelve, thirteen, I was like. Shit, man, I want to be freaking Kurt Cobain. I don't want to be Spider-Man no more, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so, wow, I just dated myself again. Shit. It's all right. You do that a lot. It's quite all right. Um, so, moving on to a couple bigger, better mm. um, foreign relations topics that I think we have to cover. Mm-hmm. Um, moving the um, Israeli... Uh, uh, embassy to Jerusalem. Finally. Finally. Yeah. Good I, I mean, really, why wasn't it there in the first place? If you are a president of two terms and you make the Iran deal, mm-hmm. which, which is literally giving Israel and Iran, which is giving a nuclear weapon to Iran. Yeah. When Iran says we are going to use our nuclear capabilities to wipe Israel off the map, well, I mean, the, the, see, then there's rhetoric, and then there's reality again. The rhetoric is we're going to wipe Israel off the map. Okay, well, 
For them to do that, they would have to wipe Palestine off the map too, and they don't want to do that. So that, I would say, those types of threats are rhetoric. And the reality is, is more than likely than not, they would wipe Riyadh off the map long before they, they pointed anything near their holy places. Uh, as we've covered before, or at least we've talked about briefly, uh, and for those who don't know, uh, Iranians are Persians. They are not Arabs. Correct. Saudis are Arabs, not Persians. Open a history book. Go ahead and read about hmm? their disdain for one another. Yes. Okay. Um, you know, Iran fought Iraq for almost 10 years, or a little over 10 years, I think. Oh, yeah. Uh, they, they, they're not friends with each other. So, yeah, and, and the reality of it is that would have. But, yeah, as far as putting the embassy finally in Jerusalem, correct. That's where it needs to be. And you know what? I would be more than willing and more than happy, and I would expect them to invite delegates from Israel and Palestine to our embassy. Extend the branch. Hey, come on in. Everybody, you're all welcome here. Let's all talk. You know, is it going to go far? Probably not. But but could you... we're there because this is the capital of the state of Israel. This is right. This is what we recognize. Right. Finally. Now, could you imagine leading into our next foreign types of thing mm. uh, to talk about foreign accomplishment? But could you imagine the news press if Trump sat down with the Palestinians and the Israelis and actually brokered a deal that said, I'm done. We're done fighting. Could you imagine? That would be, that is. And then the media would come out and say. Russia. Trump Trump was too soft. He should have, uh, he should have provided Israel with more weapons and uh, crushed the Palestinians. Yeah, or vice versa. The they, media they, they sides with this. the Palestinians yeah, most probably, of the time. I just said we should have given the Palestinians you know, enough to crush Israel. You know, and and that, I, I and forget that's, it's our media. Right. Yeah. Um, but no, what, what an accomplishment that would be. It but, would be amazing. But sticking with the Iran thing, and I, I know it's kind of it's kind of like my thing, because I truly believe it, um, because I know the people there want it, and the people are the, are the, the majority. The, the Ayatollahs, you know, the ruling parties, they're... they're they're just a few people. Um, they're backed by a very loyal military force. Uh, but at one point in time, and not, not too long ago in, within my lifetime, you know, Iran and the U.S. were allies. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, again, we backed the wrong person that was running their country. He was a scumbag. Uh, had we backed uh, some of the other more moderate people uh, even a couple of the religious clerics, if we would have backed them, uh, we would probably live in a completely different world today. Yep. But uh, I think there is, especially by pulling out of this deal, um, he could use this as maybe the first move in the chess game to maybe let's let's do w- what we did with North Korea. Well, and I think you know, I that I think that's how Trump works. I yeah, really do. Yeah. I I definitely think that um, you know everything with you know Kim Jong Un calling him rocket man. Yeah, it was all calculated. Putting yeah. sh- putting ships on his shore, yep. putting war games Bombers right overs. on his shore, yeah. Yeah. Um, pretty much daring him to attack yeah. the United States, yeah. saying, hey, um, you could try and hit us with a bomb. Go ahead. <laughs> Guess yeah. what? I got a bigger button. Yeah. You yeah. know? Um, it was all there 
peace through strength, intimidation to say, come to the table and we'll talk. Otherwise, make a move. And you'll be incinerated, more or less, is where I think Trump was coming from. And again, from. The, you know, there is a great opportunity here because, like you said, we're we're gonna we're working towards becoming more energy independent, meaning we drill our own oil because we literally have more oil underneath our feet in this country than ten Saudi Arabias have. So, almost like a three-way trade in baseball, you know. There, he has a lot of leverage he could use and a lot of bargaining chips. Uh, one of which would be, hey, you know, if we could get a sit down with the leadership of Iran, I would maybe not put it right out on the table, but maybe hint towards it. Hey, you know, maybe we don't have to keep our fleet based in Bahrain. You know, maybe we don't need to keep propping up the Saudi government. Mm-hmm. Maybe we need to things around and, and, and talk with you guys a little bit more because guess what Iran's got oil too right you know I, I firmly believe we back the wrong people in that region and we do it time and time and time again but uh, I, I think his next move and I think it is doable with what we've seen him do with, with Korea I, I, I truly believe he should focus on Iran and, and come up with some kind of a, an accord a deal or even normalizing some kind of relations with them uh, just like I think know, it's possible. I, I do think it's possible. Because I mean, the, the people there are about as pro West as you could get. Yeah. And they're some of the warmest, nicest people you could ever meet. Um, they're not, it's not a nation of savages, right? That are waiting to cut off the heads of every Westerner, like Saudi Arabians are. But I digress. Right. And I think we have to look at the the Korean deal. You know, at least the Korean summit, because they're still working on a deal and everything. But, um, you know, that in and of itself was historic. You Absolutely. you have you have the the North and South Korean uh, leaders, you know, meeting in the same room, the same room Not for the first time the DMZ on a phone. Right. For the <laughs> first time in God knows how many years, yeah, 19, 60 years, 1953, yeah. you know, um, the the armistice was what, July 23rd. Twenty fourth, somewhere around there. I forget when. Um, Nineteen fifty three, and what people do not realize is, until a, a a peace deal is signed, we are technically still. It's a ceasefire. It, right. It we, is, all we did it was agree to stop shooting at each other. Exactly. That's it. Um, and I think this, you know, this is such a. a everyone thought that this wasn't possible, yeah. and Trump got it done. You know, I, I think of the old saying: only Nixon can go to China. Only Trump could go to North Korea. Yeah. You know, I mean, wow. Yep. You know, where, and where did, that, where did that come from? Remember, leading up to it, it was, oh, he's going to get us into war. It's going to be World War III. Right. You can't keep calling him Little Rocket Man. Oh. He wasn't a president. He was a preacher up there, given his dark worldview. It's really frightening to hear an American president talk about obliterating any other country. The rhetoric was, was, was irresponsible. It was... Uh, put many world leaders on edge uh, and frankly it was contradictory in many many places I'd call it a simplistic axis of evil speech on steroids I mean you one, had a okay, lot hold on of, one more time you know simplistic axis of evil on, on steroids, steroids. let's go down in the history of weird UN speeches it is certainly an unusual speech a weird speech uh, rocket man insulting Kim Jong-un he's gonna provoke him and this is gonna be the end of the world and all of a sudden it's like now nah, we're gonna talk to mr. Trump 
Right. And, no, and, and I think it just literally left our media just, huh? Yeah. Kind of like on election one, night when they were like, what, what just happened? One of the best, <laughs> one of the best political memes I've ever seen in my like lifetime was, um, it was Obama on the phone in the Oval yes. Office yes. with Kim. And he's like, I thought you were supposed to duke the United States. Yes. And Kim's like, um, no, I go with Trump. Make Korea great again. Yeah, Trump gonna make like, Korea great again. You shut up. <laughs> yeah. Like, boom, in your face. Yeah. <laughs> um, but now, I mean, the the Korean thing, amazing. You know, um, yeah. the economy, the economy, yeah. booming. You know, I mean, it's it, there's no denying it. Yeah. If, it if he could, if he like could, if he could lower. Economy, if he could eliminate income tax, oh, please! I, I would just sit there and be in awe because it would never happen. But if, anybody, if he could do it, after that, if anyone ever came up to me and asked me for anything, what I what what do I need? What what would I like? I just I'll take a diet coke. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. I can afford to live. Yes, I'm done. <laughs> You're not stealing yeah. anymore. Um. So one last thing before before we ended, I wanted your your thoughts. The latest uh, Gallup poll for uh, and of, again, I don't I don't go I on polls. I, I think these are arbitrary, stupid numbers. But uh, it has uh, the presidential approval rating at forty two percent right now. Now again, Gallup. Who and knows? That, they could have polled honestly, a bunch of moderates. Who who knows who they honestly, polled? I think that's probably higher than I expected. It's forty two percent. With not a single favorable news story in print, on TV, on the computer. Nowhere. Hammering him day and night, day and night. Late night TV, every joke is about Trump. You know, even with all of that pushing against him, and it's still at 42%, shit, I would have expected like 20%. You know I mean, what? The way they talk about him, he's like the devil incarnate. You know, so Barack Obama was the greatest liberal president yeah. in, since FDR. Of course. Right? Or Woodrow Wilson. You know what his was at the same time in his presidency? 47. Okay. So we're not that far off. We're within the, probably the margin of error. Probably. Yeah. You know, but it really makes you look at Yeah. he's fighting a Congress that doesn't want him and there. And it's both sides. I mean, this it's is, both it, sides. It's his own party. You know? you know? And I I said it last week yeah. in the podcast. I, I, I have heard from multiple people. They believe that he is going to turn out to be such a great, fantastic president leading this country in the opposite direction that the establishment socialist liberal Republicans want mm. that he's going to be another, um, you know, inside job like Kennedy. Uh, I don't know about that. He like, there like, are, like, like there we, are a lot like of people about a few days ago. I know there are a lot of people he that actually, believe he, it. He actually has a secret service guys that, that I understand. Actually like him. I understand, you know? but it's I'm not, not like, saying it's, it's going like, to happen. And it, I'm not saying I wish it to happen far from it. Like I said, I think Trump could be the greatest president since Lincoln. But I I I don't stuff like that. Exactly. You don't I don't I don't believe it. But the way but the way this country is right now, I I 
I wouldn't some, I wouldn't put it past some lunatic but we got to some, try. We got really good Secret Service guys though. I I'm not saying we don't. We I, already I, said I, they're the super super awesome Secret Service. Yes, this is the super super. This is not. You know, this, is this not isn't the no Secret Obama of the Obama era. Yeah, you know, yeah. that we're like, that, that, oh yeah, I wonder if I'll catch a bullet for him. Or not just that, but yeah, sure. We don't know who you are, but go ahead and stand next to him and pretend to sign language is in that, a foreign country. Do you think that ever happens? It, it no, happens. no, I'm not. No, I'm not saying the sign language. You don't remember thing. that guy? No, I don't. That guy. Honestly. Yeah, we, we, when he went to, I think it was in Africa. Uh, I think it was during the World Cup. And he was giving some speech or something, and there was a guy standing next to him. Look this up on, on this was YouTube. this was Trump or Obama? Obama. Oh, okay. and there was this guy standing next to him, just like doing this, <laughs> and people were deaf. People were looking at it going, "What the f- is this guy saying?" Because he's not doing real sign language, right? And they found out he was like some weirdo that just decided to stand next to the president and pretend to be a sign language guy. I have never heard Yo, that. Yeah, stu- look it up. Oh my god, that I'm look gonna look up. that up. The, our um, Secret Service. Well, I'm not trying to disparage you guys from back then, but I understand why this could have happened. <laughs> Wasn't my favorite either, you know. But that's what I'm getting at. Like, <laughs> I think I think our guys in there now, our men and women there. I think I think they're hardcore, man. They're like, come on, man. I, I I think so too. Hey, no one's gonna touch this guy. But. You know? Do you ever do you like uh, so I am far from it to ever be like I'm going to be a secret service person. Do you ever think there's like that time where you're, you know, you just got your badge and you're showing up for your first shift and you're like thinking in the back of your head while you're putting your tie on. Huh. Okay, I'm protecting the eagle today. Yeah. If someone take if someone shoots at him, I have to step in front of him. Well, first, huh. first hopefully, I mean, like are you really that fast? Well, but I'm just saying. <laughs> no, I, I got you. It is your job to be a living bullet shield so for would, one other human being. So then being. it would be my job to make sure I put my plate in my carrier. <laughs> like, but I'm just saying, like, I wonder if people, I'm sure they think, like, I no, like I, this guy. I, I hear you. No. Do I really want to? Oh, I, I, I love this guy. I totally I would, but I don't really want I don't, to. I like, don't think it ever gets to that level, but I, I don't think I it does do either. think. You know, when the cat's away, the mice will play type thing can happen in any, you know, bureaucracy, any organization. And when you have weak leadership, you're going to have weak performance. So I think that's kind of how, if you look through the Obama administration and some of the security lapses they had, it's it's not, it's not you know, the field operator. It's, you know, they're, they're, it's the leadership. It's the people who, you know, Obama's people put in place to run the show. Right. You know, and not, not just Obama, but you know what I mean? It, it, Any whoever leadership yeah. is. Yep. Uh, so I think if you have strong leadership, you know, you get the right people put in place. You have a, you know, they promote the right corporate culture and you have the right people in there. You know, they do the right things. Uh, eight years of the latter. And you can kind of see where there were a lot of, I mean, remember they were down in Columbia getting drunk buying yep. hookers. Oh yeah. You know what I mean, it's, it's like, wow, really? You know? Right. No. So, Yep. It is uh it is amazing how how much we've we've changed the corner mm. in such a short period of time when no one thought it could be done. He yeah. couldn't bridge this, he couldn't do that, yeah. you know, um and we didn't even talk about immigration today and I did that on a on purpose because um one of the thing I don't know if I told you but um to our to our followers that watch us every single week, a couple weeks ago we did 
the dual interview about Cal Exit with yeah. Marcus Ruiz Evans. Right. And he actually emailed me saying that he, he would like uh, to come back on awesome. and talk about illegal immigration. Yeah, that's fine. And I told him, I said, we'll set something up. So I think that's going to be very, I think that's going to be the hottest topic that we do Yeah, and it, because there are so many different viewpoints. There and, is and you know my his viewpoint, viewpoint I'm, I'm, of I'm, open borders. Everyone's welcome. Yeah, no. <laughs> Your viewpoint of, okay, you know, do it legally. But if we get a legal way, we can have we people a, stay. We need a way. And then there's me who says, kick them all the F out. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but till next time, guys, uh, join the 1787 army. Hit that subscribe button on YouTube. Hit the uh, hit the like button. Hit the yep. share. Uh, send it to all your family and friends. the uh, The channel continues to grow. Like I said, we're yep. on iTunes now. So search the Simple Answers podcast. You can hear every single one, uh, all dozen episodes on there, and uh, the Facebook page. Literally, if you yep. don't believe us, that yeah, Facebook. that there is a growing movement of the the economy is booming. We start a hashtag, hashtag America back to work. Yep. And literally we will post on the Facebook page. Um, Pictures. Every single yep. picture of a help wanted sign or yep. help, help needed. Sometimes we take our own. Anything yep. like that. Yeah. Um, from, from myself, from family, followers. from viewers, yep. from followers, from anyone yep. that sends it to me. So, um, and if you, if you like. You too, if you want to go. If you see a help wanted sign, take a picture of it. Send it in. Yep. Send we'll it, it in. Up. I always post it. Yep. It's always anonymous. I just say a follower, you know, gave yep. us this. Um, if they give me a location, I put With it location. in. Some Absolutely. don't, you know, yep. um, we actually just got a bunch from Pennsylvania. Like was, literally I got like upside 15, down 15 different pictures of help wanted signs from. So at the Christmas tree lot, do they have to no. walk on their hands when they go around? They don't grow upside down. You flip them up in your house and stick them on the ceiling. Okay. I'll show you pictures. Believe me, it's okay. it's a real thing. <laughs> like I said, it's a weird place, man. It is. It's a weird place. One of those places like you just want to get through it in the daytime. But then you get into Ohio. I'm talking about going south. I ain't going west. Oh, okay. Yeah, no. um, so, anywho, guys, <laughs> till next time for the 1787 Media Network. Should I do the stupid wave again? I love that one, uh, but I, I appreciate your salute a whole lot. Yeah, I know. There you go. <laughs> Until next time, guys. Stay strong.